Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The Halo universe is filled with wonder, mystery, and fascinating discoveries around every corner. With so much to explore, four friends decided it was about time that they boot up the consoles and discuss this universe that has grabbed their attention since childhood. Jumperscape Audio kindly welcomes you to join them in the library. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Library, the show where we talk about Halo lore and it's not the least bit comprehensible or uh, professional, but hey, we try our best. Today we are joined by a very special guest, Mr. General Heed, General Kid on YouTube. How are you doing today, good sir? I am doing great. How about how about everyone else? We we're we're doing. <laughs> we're we're just uh, last week we had just finished talking to uh Installation zero zero about uh, the Halo TV show that um very that was chill unfortunate. Very, <laughs> He's a very, very chill guy. Very chill he was, guy. He, he made that conversation so bearable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's I dude, like I felt so unbelievably ignorant more than I usually do about <laughs> like about like deep lore more than and I stuff usually like that. Do. <laughs> Uh, in regards to at least Halo lore, like I know a thing or two, but like compared to him, I, I literally just like left the womb compared to what he knows. It it's absolutely unreal. And like he, like when if he had an opinion, like he could back it up in every way, shape, or form. Just, just a overall really chill guy. Off, uh, off the uh, off the air, we were talking actually a little bit. And he ended up giving us like this whole breakdown as to what his plans are for what the uh, what the Mjolnir project he's working on oh, should so eventually cool. include. I, I was honored to to hear about all of that, and I'm really looking forward to see what he does. But for now, we have to talk about the stuff that's actually somewhat exciting because this stuff is is actually good. So. <laughs> Since we're talking about uh, good side of Halo, figure might as well talk about. Uh, quite honestly, if if I may be so straightforward, uh, I am I'm willing to bet, Heed, that you are actually a big part of a lot of Halo fans is like youth in the community. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I mean, you're at least part. Of, I can tell you at least. Uh, one of our co-hosts here that's not here today, James, he unfortunately couldn't make it. Uh, he does this thing called work. I don't really know what that's about, but you know we don't really worry about it. That, that's um, lame. 
<laughs> so he and I, both of us, when we were when we were young, back when it was like you know Halo Reach hadn't even come out or anything like that, uh, both of us would watch your channel. So like both of us were already knowledgeable about you way back in those times when you know 240p was the the talk of the town and uh, you were covering <laughs> glitches and Easter eggs. <laughs> 240p being the talk of the town. That's all mental <laughs> flashbang. Oh my god. Um. So what I want to know though is before we get things all kicked off and all that, uh, do you think you could just run give us a little bit of a rundown on how you got into Halo and how you started this whole channel and how it's gotten to where it is now? Well, I guess getting into Halo, it's been it's got like a lot of people actually. Like I, I never heard of it before, but then this one day I went to a friend's house, and like their 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 dad was actually playing uh, Halo, and then when I saw it, I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. What is that? <laughs> and it was like Halo Combat Evolved, and then you know I just I, I kept watching, like cool, and I got to try a little bit, and I I thought it was really great. But at the time, I didn't quite, like, I didn't have an Xbox yet at the time. Sure. And, in fact, like, I mean, Halo is one of those games at the time I thought it, it looked it looked pretty cool. But since yeah. I don't have an Xbox, you know, it's, like, not really, like, <laughs> it's not really realistic <laughs> for me to get that game anyways. Because at yeah. the time, I was, like, all in on Nintendo uh, platforms. <laughs> like, I love yeah. playing Legend of Zelda, Super Smash Brothers, all that. Not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. You're yeah, making yeah. me all Like, your story is almost identical to mine except i was like <laughs> i i had like same deal i grew up like if anything i thought i'd be like a playstation guy because i grew up playing like sly cooper ratchet and clank <laughs> like the playstation the classic playstation exclusives and i went over to my friend's house and it wasn't combat evolved he was playing um halo 3 like a few uh. weeks after its launch he was playing split screen with his dad and like i was just completely mind blown like i i just the, the, I, i've never played anything like it like i played the older cod games too then they like they were like really really linear back in the day so like the scaling for halo 3 their graphics and like just the character in the stories like i didn't have anything like that and that just i i sat there and played it with them for a few hours and like immediately i'm like yeah i want <laughs> i want an xbox so i can play halo well i I mean, I would have liked to have an Xbox, but, you know, I, I was obviously, like, limited by, like, what I was allowed to have my parents. No, I understand. So, I get it. Uh, but, like, so, yeah, I, I was pretty much determined to, like, just stick with Nintendo at that point. So, I, this one, like, Christmas, I wanted a, I think it was, yeah, I wanted the GameCube for Christmas. But then um, my parents are, like, so bad with, like, technology. Like, they, they, <laughs> they, they, like, stereotypically don't know anything about, like, technology. So... They actually, like, confused, like, a GameCube for an Xbox because, like, you know, a box and a oh, cube no. are the same shape. Yeah. So I ended up with the Xbox, even though I wanted the GameCube, so slightly disappointed. But <laughs> at that point, I remember I was like, oh, wait, I remember my friend's dad was playing uh, Halo. I guess I'll get that game. It was meant to be. Might as well. <laughs> and, yeah, ever since ever since I got that, <laughs> it just, you know, it just went from there. And then I got I, I loved it so much, got Halo 2, and then my friends and I, we played a lot split screen and stuff like that. And then finally, Halo Three came out, and that's when I really got like into Xbox Live and all that. Uh, and like shortly after Halo Three, uh, I was this one day I was playing like Big Team Battle on Sand Trap, and it was a really laggy game. And like I was driving the elephant, <laughs> and then it just glitched, and like the elephant just like flew up in the air and flipped over. And Sweet. I thought that was like such a cool thing. And then like you remember like the Easter egg of the elephant, like when it flips. Wait, it what? Like, How did yeah, you yeah, do yeah, that? yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. What? How did you do that? So I yeah. saw that too after it flipped, and I was like, oh my god, it's like the coolest thing ever. And, <laughs> um, luckily, Halo Three had theater mode, so I went back to theater mode, and like I, I took my parents' like video camera, so I filmed the TV screen. <laughs> yeah, and that's how Classic. my very first video came to be. <laughs> 
Oh, that man. is amazing. I I remember such I actually, like a relatable story. <laughs> I I basically went, I went back myself. Uh, I I went back and watched that probably like a couple. Of, I think it was actually the weekend before uh, I went to go hang out in Seattle with you. Um, I went and found that video because I was like, okay, I've seen all these different videos from this guy. I've never once seen his first one though. Um, and I was it was hilarious to see. It was like, oh, this is like the classic. You know, record the TV screen starting yeah. point that we see a lot of YouTube channel, YouTubers uh, have. So that that part is really cool. Um, so okay, so it started technically with an Easter egg, then, which is really cool, really funny, considering how the the fun that you can have with Halo mm-hmm. and its sort of stupidity in a way with its physics and its glitches and its Easter eggs. Um, that had already established the the ground layer, I guess you could say, for your channel. So, um, when did you like really buy into it, though? Because it was for for a while you were doing just like these funny little moments, or yeah, just random things that happened, and that's yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. So, when did that really start to establish as a yeah? I want this to be the sort of thing that I'm known for. Uh, honestly, like it, it was probably like a decade before like I really like <laughs> got like super into it like for the longest time it literally was just like me maybe a few friends who would get together to play halo and then like weird things happen in the game or sometimes like i would even have like an idea of like hey i think if we do this that might happen let's let's all get together and try it out and see what happens and then something does happen and then you know i'll just make a video of it because i think it's like cool and it was really fun to do it as well so i mean honestly like a lot of it was just like never like quite planned out it was kind of just like spur of the moment, like oh hey, like this has happened. Let's put it on YouTube, kind of thing. I mean, that's that's the best place for, for content to come from, though, because I, like if I'm thinking back to to my my youth, you know, back when I was just a wee lad, <laughs> back in my day, exactly, back <laughs> in my day, um, back with let's say the Halo Three, I love the whole world video. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> or the, in my opinion, it's probably one of the most entertaining out of out of the entirety of like the OG content. <laughs> um, the the showcase of the half infected brutes. Mm. Um, yeah. Those kind of things, like those things, like I'm. I, if you look back at them, those it's like there. First of all, view counts definitely show that those things were the kind of stuff that a lot of these younger audiences love to see. But like, it's just it's wild because I go back and for the most part. I could talk to pretty much anyone who has watched OG content whenever they were just kids watching content about Halo Reach's glitches and all that. And it's usually eventually someone will bring up this one video that they watched and they're like, yeah, it's from this like general kid guy or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and it's like the, the showcases that you did, I mean, it, it gave a whole new uh, appreciation for how Halo was built because now people were starting to care a whole lot more about what their game was made out of. Um, but these days, uh, you're not so much as interested in what's currently existent in the game and showing that stuff off. You're more interested in trying to take what's already there and bending it to your will. So how's that been going? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that, like, that is just, like, where me and my friends, we get together and we're like, hmm, what can we do to, like, ruin Halo even more? (laughs) (laughs) Ruin even more. (laughs) (laughs) We're just thinking, like, the most cursed mods possible that we could possibly make, and it's just, like, it's such a fun session to come up with, like, oh, like, what if we 
well, <laughs> there's like one thing that we did, like we started at Seattle and it's like still in the works now, but like, remember the whole 3D scanning thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, gosh, that was hilarious. Can, are, are, am I, am I able to talk about that? Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of okay. people probably saw us scanning. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It was fun. Okay. So picture this, a posse of, of dudes are walking around, pulling aside YouTubers, like hidden Xperia and Uber Nick and act man <laughs> and asking them hey 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 guys 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 listen we're working on a mod can you t-pose for us real quick <laughs> oh hell no because <laughs> what because what what was being worked on was this really fun mod of putting youtubers in was it halo 3 that you're working on uh halo halo reach halo yeah. reach okay so taking taking 3d models of youtubers and having like a youtuber slayer uh, with like this end goal being that the YouTubers would get to play as themselves. Um, and it was, I mean, it was hilarious, first of all, because like walking up, it was mostly like the immediate responses were always hilarious because their face it was of genuine confusion. And then once they realize what it is, they're like, oh, yeah. And then they immediately hit the depots. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, I think Xperia had some of the most uh, some of the most excitement behind it. Although he yeah. also had the best poker face, so it was really hard to like when he hit the T pose and had to maintain a straight face. It was really hard to tell he was that he was actually most, excited. He was also the most mm -hmm. difficult to scan for some reason. I remember I had to like scan him like five times. <laughs> it, it was really funny to watch watch you orbit around him. Yeah, it was, really great. <laughs> it was too powerful. <laughs> it's impossible to capture the essence of hidden experience. <laughs> Uh, and clearly it's working out though, because, uh, I mean, today, even, uh, on the day that we're recording this, you, <laughs> uh, both me and, and Bryant, Michael Solo over here, we're both laughing about this, uh, the British mongoose upload. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Listen, we just got, listen, we just watched it before you hopped in here. <laughs> it was like... That definitely gives off the vibe of me and my friends thought this was hilarious. I wonder if everyone else will too. That <laughs> yeah, was pretty great, and it, and it and it was. I mean, first of all, it's kind of hilarious when they ha when you got somebody in that driver's where where the driver's seat, seat should be because it looks like it. It kind of looks like the dude is just pushing a wheelbarrow with a guy in. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of hilarious. Although I, I think one of the better ones that you've done recently uh, for, I, I guess you could just call them just, uh, just fuckery mods, really. Um, because th there are these mods that exist that are like, you know, how to enhance Halo. Halo revamped, Ruby's rebalanced, you know, all mm -hmm. these really fun, you know, make the game great. But then there's the other side of the coin that's like cursed Halo and Halo, th uh, Halo rat boss, Halo 3 <laughs> rat, which like, that oh my God, first that? of all, <laughs> oh, that's like that is by far one of the best creations. Um, once the Legend of Zelda's music kicked in, uh, <laughs> it it sets the mood immediately because it's it, for those of you who haven't played the Halo Three boss battle mod for Halo Reach. Oh my gosh, you are missing out on something magical. <laughs> well, I guess that, I'm missing out for the time being. We'll add it to the list, Austin. <laughs> that mod is just like a rabbit hole of like, <laughs> of, of like, like, I, like random stuff that I could just think of. Because like it started off as like, I wanted to do like a little meme video about riding those squirrels around. And then as I was writing, I was like, without context, hmm. this is the most wild conversation I think I've heard in a long time. I, there's no context to what you just said. And like, I like, I had to stop for a minute and like, what the fuck is he talking about? Wow. Yeah, I just got a PC like, a, like 
five months ago, so like I'm really behind on like anything Halo modded related. <laughs> I'll catch you up. So so the the riding of the squirrels was step one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And then after that, <laughs> I was like, hmm, what if I like, what if I make myself be able to shoot weapons while riding the squirrel? And I was like, oh, you know what? I can have like joust battles with squirrels. And then it just went from there. I was like, oh wait, what if I fight like a boss of the squirrel? And it just yeah, it just kept spiraling. It started off as like a giant elite, and I was like, wait a minute. And then I was like, I was like looking through the game files. I was like, hmm. Wait, a rat. Oh my god, I can make a rat boss fight, and it just, yeah. Where in the world is Halo 3 rat in Halo Reach, though, if it's in the files? Uh, Somewhere. Halo Reach actually has the exact same rat in the files, so that was easy to port over. I just, I don't know where it's used in-game, but it's the if exact it, same rat. Wow. I mean, it, you know, that's probably why Reach is so good. I mean, the, the rat's presence clearly <laughs> yeah. improves it by a ton. And like um, during that whole like project, I, I I like I consulted a few of my friends with like very vague and like odd <laughs> messages. I'm like, hey, do you know if the rats could use armor lock in Halo Reach? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Like, that that mod. I mean, I, I I remember the first time I played it, and I first of all, way harder than I was expecting. Um, <laughs> it, it's the it's the little baby rats that he releases them little mini rats those ones are hard because you gotta you gotta frag them perfectly you can't really (laughs) shoot them um i mean those that boss is ridiculous is it co-opable by any chance because that can you do the co-op it is co-op oh my gosh (laughs) okay shane yes we have something on the list here all righty it's like a it's like a destiny like boss fight or something (laughs) i remember austin on our cursed halo playthrough it's in one of uh one of the videos um, you we you you threw a D twenty or I did, and you said there's an RGB RGB Halo three rat over here. I said no, there isn't. I turn around, I'm like, oh my god, there is. <laughs> <laughs> the Halo three rat adds to any experience. Um, sure does. I can I can say recently though, probably one of my some of my favorite stuff that's come out uh, recently because I think you I think you've been doing a really good job of first of all maintaining consistency for anyone who has been watching the channel for this long. I mean. I'm not sure how how long it's been since you've looked, uh, but your first video was 15 years ago. So it, it, the fact that you've maintained for that, for that long, that's super impressive right <laughs> off the bat. Um, but the fact that you're still putting out completely original stuff that I haven't seen anybody else do, that's what that's what's really impressive. Um, but mostly that you're able to take these mods and turn them into sort of like in-game engine sh- posts. Uh, it's like the best thing ever because uh, uh, let's see I've seen I've seen a meme before of what what would happen if uh, Romeo actually got offed by that chieftain in the ODST cutscene <laughs> but then you actually killed him in the cutscene <laughs> and it's I mean they're just staring at him and it's completely silent <laughs> yeah, he's got like um, a hammer in his face and all it's just stuck there um did you have to move the hammer down, or did you move his body up to I make that his happen? Body up. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I was like, these things are not supposed to make contact. They, they have to be changed in yeah. some way. Um, although, probably one of the more popular ones that a lot of people are currently talking about and getting excited about, um, just as a way to sort of cap off this whole story time, uh, your campaign with uh, firefight characters is uh, yeah. almost there, right? Like it, it, you, you have a, you had a live stream recently yep. where you basically yep. were using it as a live beta test. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be released very soon. It's almost done. Is uh, is Dare going to have the spiky overshield? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave that in. <laughs> Sick. Okay. 
Oh, gosh. For anyone who who isn't watching this, first of all, you're making a horrible mistake. You need to be going and paying attention to this stuff because this is the kind of stuff that's like when it pops up in your feed, it, it, it makes the day a little better. But uh, also because this is the sort of stuff that we that we love to see. We've talked a lot on this show about uh, even Zero Zero last week. He uh, during the after show was talking about how it's almost sad that these days the the community is carrying halo on its back and 343 is basically doing no stewardship to maintain this sort of thing so having a a, a consistent channel of any degree is a, basically a godsend for this community so that's that's just some appreciation to you and the rest of gold team which later i'm going to ask some questions about gold team but that's an after show thing so if okay. if you're around for that i'll i'll save my questions for that um but yeah, just just a quick cap on all that by giving you appreciation, and reminding you that this sort of stuff that you're making, it's random. It's nonsensical sometimes, but it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> it's really fun. It's what we need in our lives a little bit. Although there are also also got to give the appreciation appreciation to at least the uh, the informational stuff, the ones that are like you're still finding out stuff. Uh, like the details on the forerunner ship from the OG main menu, um, that that sort of stuff. That stuff is still fascinating to this day. So, yeah, fantastic work all around. Uh, I hope that you maintain as long as <laughs> as long as you feel necessary. I understand that after 15 years, fatigue might be setting in. <laughs> <laughs> Going uh, strong. You're doing uh, well. Worry. I still have quite a list of stuff to do. Sweet. Did that list expand? I'm sure it did. But like once you were revealed that you were going to not focus on Halo so much, you were going to start branching out to other stuff. How how much larger did that list get uh, in terms of all right, Well, honestly, like I started to branch out other games, but like there weren't really any like new huge games at the time. And uh, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of fell right back into Halo after like a month or two. <laughs> um, it, it's like It's like a hard habit to kick. But I, I, I'm really hoping, like, later this year when there's, like, a lot of big game releases, there'll be more things I can, uh, you know, enjoy and try out and just see where it goes from there. Especially, like, sure. Starfield. That's, that's like... I'm excited I'm, for that. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. And yeah. And it, it, it's a Bethesda game, so, like, on PC, I'm sure it'll be a lot of, like, wacky modding adventures <laughs> for that, too. Yeah, these are the these are the kind of appreciations we can give. Is that when when PC ports are broken, you can be you can be assured that there's going to be something funny to document. <laughs> <laughs> something cool in the modding community people making things happen i mean brian over here has been modding like crazy he already understands all of the wacky stuff that you can put into a game <laughs> so there's so much dude there's way <laughs> too much i i'm not actually making mods so i don't know the pains and frustrations of that but just installing them trying to get them all to work making sure you have the right versions and stuff and looking like having to troubleshoot the issues i run into so then i go and look up like oh i'm having this issue and then i see all the work that all the modders are putting in like it's it's insane it's an insane amount of work and it's really really cool yeah so thank you for doing the stuff that very few of us want to do <laughs> hey there halo fans don't go anywhere we'll be back with our friends right after these messages If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. 
When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Uh, but on to the topic for the day, because that eventually has to get covered. Um, but happy to have you here to, to talk about it. Um, have you, how many of these, I'm going to clarify what I mean later by movies, but how many Halo films have you seen? Have you seen all, have you kept up with all of them up yeah. until now? Yeah. I've okay. I've seen all of them. Sick. Okay. So we're going to test that theory because there are some <laughs> that, <laughs> that technically are, are a movie, but they are different in a, in an interesting way. So, uh, on the timeline of things though, we obviously have to start off with the canceled Neil Blomkamp movie. Uh, supposedly was supposed to be his first film by himself ever because Peter Jackson was originally on it. Yep. Uh, and that was going to be awesome because, I mean, he was just writing the coattails of being Peter Jackson. Uh, so when they were like, hey, we should do a Halo film, and he's like, yeah, that sounds great. Everyone's excited. Everyone's hype. But then, you know, money and that's a big uh, that's a big money for Peter Jackson. So no one wanted <laughs> to pay that money, and that became a bit of a, a bit of a hurdle. Um, so Neil Blomkamp, uh, he was thrown in, but Bungie didn't. Uh, Bungie and Microsoft both didn't quite trust that Neil Blomkamp can make a, a, a new a good movie. I don't know why I say Blomkamp. Blomkamp can make a good movie for his first one because this is a big undertaking. Just throwing the franchise at a, a new director. Um, but he went on to make District 9 uh, with the assets that he had from the Halo movies, so um, it would have worked, I think, because <laughs> District 9 is awesome. I, yeah, I think it would have worked. I right? did not know that, although, like, what he had, like, he used whatever he had for the Halo film, yep. like, would have been, at least, for District. Did not knew that, know that. Yeah. I learned something new. That's pretty wild. He checks out. He had some interesting ideas. Whether or not they were going to work, no what clue. What did he use that tied into Halo? Uh, well, pretty much the concepts for how the aliens work. Like pretty much the entire. Like I've heard the story was basically, it was changed obviously, but the story of how District Nine works and all of that was some somewhat okay. ported from some ideas from the Halo, uh, movie. But that was because of all sorts of stuff like the, the props mostly were what were thrown over because they just had to change a couple things and it was its own unique thing um gotcha the biggest stuff though was uh the le- not even really a leak it was just kind of released uh alex garland alex garland is a fantastic writer oh my god and he was supposed to- movies are great <laughs> <laughs> right um uh his script his original script for the halo movie because he was doing the writing for that uh that released and i've read through it and it basically is just a cinematic version of comedy evolved but it's really cool (laughs) because it's implementing aspects from the book so it's like it's a what is it it's a rough it's about like 128 pages which if we're going to translate that to on-screen time that's about an hour and a half movie or so um and there's there's all sorts of stuff that happens in the movie that you first of all don't see in the game you only see it in the novel because there's a novelization version of the game called the flood great novel by the way uh but the the movie has characters from the book like major silva um silva is only in the novels usually but makes an appearance here in uh in the movie 
And there's all sorts of random, not really random, but like stuff that you don't expect. Things that happen in the movie are things that are just like, that doesn't happen in the game. So no one really thinks about it, such as uh, addressing the fact that the UNSC actually had like an outpost, a whole base set up on the ring to to operate out of. That is addressed and it's showcased. So it would have been really cool probably, but that's really all that uh, all that we have for it is just that one script, which I'm certain that someone out there in the world is trying to make their own version of it, knowing the Halo community today. But I mean, there um, are a few fan projects going on right now. For like a Halo. lot of them. There's yeah. like there are three ODST themed mm-hmm. uh, shorts coming out soon. There's uh, November Black. Those guys, they were on this show well, a, a lot of weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> they they give us a full rundown. Uh, they joined us for the ODST episode, and um, they uh, what they're working on is so beyond what any of us are capable of. Uh, pretty much all that, that all that we are here by this point is just glorified journalists covering everything <laughs> that the Halo community is doing to try to keep their their favorite franchise alive because three four three isn't doing what they need to be doing. <laughs> so. It's it's wild. Um, the only other piece of detail that I've got relating to that first movie, though, is that there was and re- just to be clear, I'm referencing mostly information that I've been able to scrounge up from Halopedia and YouTube videos and certain articles. But apparently at one point there was uh, there was a a, a a point in time where Guillermo del Toro, a really fantastic director, uh, had pitched a story to Joseph Staten for a film um, Joe said no, and at least I think he said no, but it was mostly because of Del Toro. Uh, his pitch in, had included a twin brother for the Master Chief who would turn evil at some point and fight alongside the Flood or become infected by the Flood, and then Chief faces off against his twin at the end. It, it's it's a leap, but I mean, at the time of the of the movie, it would have been fine probably because that was like 2005. So, it you know nothing was established in that time. Oh yeah, <laughs> back at that time, we thought that Master Chief was the only Spartan left. As if you hadn't read the novels anyway. So gotta call me out like you know, that. Huh? Kind of the way it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I have to. You, We've been telling you to read the novels for so long. At oh, this point, it's only your fault. You have a very I'm not special place. Anyone else. I haven't been blaming have... anybody else. I know I haven't read the novels. I'm just not much have... of a reader. I haven't read you them have either. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, thank you. Listen, thank listen, you. Listen, I appreciate Shane, that. Heat. Shane, Heat, you both have very special place in this show because that's basically like 90% of our audience. That's like the whole point. So, <laughs> um, plus. This just gives people a, a good, solid idea of what sort of stuff they're missing out on. So then they just go and do it, and it's great. It's perfect. Um, on the timeline, though, we have some more, some good stuff, really. Uh, we can't talk about it this week because it's going to be next week's topic, but Halo Legends was probably the thing that got me into Halo full stop, really, because <laughs> Halo Legends was a collection of short films uh, made by various uh, anime studios that were seeking to tell individual stories, all of them canon except for one. And the stories that they told are a mixture of hilarious and awesome. Which What's was the one, the one that isn't canon. canon. <laughs> oh, okay. well, if you both must know at the exact same time. Yes, we both must actually. <laughs> please. Uh, it's odd one out. The the one about Spartan thirteen thirty seven. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, because, uh, well, first of all, the, the first dead giveaway is his number is Spartan 1337, of which there were only like 125 or 150 Spartan 2s in the program. So that, first of all, will clarify it. Second of all, um, I mean, there are children that are fighting at the level of Spartans in that in that one. And that's, I mean, I don't know about you guys. Uh, not something that I was aware that children could do in the Halo universe. <laughs> So it's a great short, though. It's one of it's one of the best ones just because it was animated by the same people who did Dragon Ball. So it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, there's some really, really good like I've looked at the studios. They're really good studios. They made legit stuff. They're really good. Um, But that's the topic for next week. There's a lot of details to go into with that specifically. And I really, really listen, man. When I saw Star Wars Vision season two, I'm like, all right, here we go. This is it. This is the trigger point. Halo Legends season two. Let's hit it. (laughs) It's only been. uh, It's only been 16 years. (laughs) Only. I could really go for a season two, guys. Um, But no, for real, whenever I was a kid. Uh, I, I lived near these, these brothers that were really into Halo and I was mostly a, uh, at the time I was mostly just a COD guy. I, I mostly just watched my brother play cause I was trash, but, um, they showed me a collection of shorts called Halo Legends and I'm like, well, what is this Halo thing? Cause I remember seeing my brother play it and I remember playing it vaguely when I was like four years old, but I don't know anything about it. And they're like, uh, pff, stupid, this is Halo. And I'm like, oh, explained everything. Um, <clears throat> and that's just sort of downhill spiral. But uh, after Legends, things got a little quiet for a bit. And then it got really loud all of a sudden with Halo Forward Unto Dawn, <laughs> which A tier, A tier. It's beautiful. Are you are you one it's of the, the ones that perfect. are you on the side of it's great or on the side that it was a disappointment? He'd. So right and wrong. I, I thought it was. I thought it was good. <laughs> okay, so right, he's on the right side. He is on the right side. <laughs> yes, yeah, another day. Jeez. If only a certain TV show right now would take notes from that. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear about the, our thoughts of the TV show, gosh, we have thoughts. That's last oh, week. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say if we went on that with installation we went on a little little rat we went down a rabbit hole with that for a little bit and then he also, went down a rabbit hole yeah, i just no, asked he, a question he, he wanted for dude, 20 dude minutes had, bro, man's <laughs> had to vent bro he had to let it out he was pent he, up he, he had he had a magazine completely locked and loaded he had to unload the clip he had to oh <laughs> he, he the, dude yeah he clearly wanted to just get it off his chest i'm like i totally understand i really do he probably really likes. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna guess that he really likes Forward Unto Dawn only because it has. We like, didn't ask him. It has I mean, writing. I, I, I brought it up. I brought. I, I referenced Forward Unto Dawn in our conversation. He didn't really say much about it, but probably didn't want to get too off topic. But yeah. No. I mean, it's a good. Forward Unto Dawn is a great movie, though. I mean, probably because at the time we thought Lasky was gonna be Chief's homeboy for the new trilogy, and that just yeah, didn't happen. You'd think. But. Right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Lasky's story is, I mean, I love great. it. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, I really love that the first time I see him, he throws up. Well, you can throw enough from cryo, you little baby. <laughs> oh, no. Um, it, it's, it's a great film, though, uh, <laughs> followed up by a not so great film, Nightfall. Um, I mean, I was okay with Nightfall as well, personally. Like, I mean, I, 
I, it's not as good as Four and Dawn in my opinion, but I, I still got it. What, what, what was the stuff that you like? I want to I want to know because uh, the th- the stuff that I have stuff that I like, of course, in Nightfall. Like I'm al- always about seeing the ring, and I really love. Uh, Gosh, you know, I love him so much I forgot his name. But, you know, the Spartan, the, the guy that was there that, that offs himself at the end to sacrifice himself. Um, Yeah, I don't remember his name, but he's really cool. I like the concept of a Spartan retiring from being a Spartan to have a family. That's great. But what did you what, what would you see in the in the movie that really stood out to you? I, I just like the way they did the hunters was pretty cool, actually. Oh, yeah. That's what everyone says. <laughs> Everything. Everyone's <laughs> really like the and I'm not. I'm not, that, I'm not even like trying to knock Such your opinion, but like literally, yeah, everyone. <laughs> I, everyone I know. He, that that was one of the first things James said about it too. When I asked him what he thought of it, he, um, he he brought up the uh, the Legolo. He thought it was really cool. I was mostly out here for the Oni version of the ODST armor. It was actually really attractive. I liked it. <laughs> what an odd way to put that. What? Armor can really be attractive. attractive. Designs can be <laughs> d- attractive. I I use this all the time. I like it's like when some guy who's a car aficionado is like, "Man, that car is sexy." It's like, "You know what? I vibe with that. I can I can go with that description. If something is just so eye-catching, you're just like, "Man, that is attractive. That, you know, that works." Um Speaking of attractive, there are some really, really good movies that happened in between these things, though, because Ford and Dawn and Nightfall, they're the only two live action films that we have going on so far. Please make more. But uh, there were other there was a collection of films that happened in between, actually, Uh, those being the uh, what were they called? They were called the Evolutions. Um, Halo Evolutions was. If I remember correctly, they were produced for primarily Halo Waypoint back when they cared about it, um, and and they were glorious. Uh, we're talking about Headhunters. We're talking about Mona Lisa. Uh, those technically counted as their own movies, especially Mona Lisa. That is actually an hour long. Like I don't know. Have okay. I know I keep asking this, but it's because I'm really waiting for someone to tell me yes. Have you watched, and this goes to all three of you, have you watched Mona Lisa? No, I haven't nope. actually. Gosh freaking dang it. Okay, <laughs> listen. Oh my gosh. All right, listen. It's a really good movie. Listen. <laughs> Dead Space Halo. Do I need to say any more about it? <laughs> I mean, you could. Okay, so Mona Lisa is, uh, basically the plot is, uh, Oni doing its typical Oni who cares about anything that we do no one's going to stop us vibe it has a ship outside of one of the broken pieces of the ring what are they using it for great question Timothy what's happening is Oni is kidnapping well not really kidnapping I guess they're just legally transferring Again? prisoners onto their onto this ship that's supposed to be a prison ship they have covenant uh, prisoners and they have human prisoners on this ship and they're just pulling flood samples from the the pieces of the ring and t- using it to test on these subjects. Um, of course, it's not very PG, but neither is the the movie. The movie is extremely bloody, and it's really cool. We did um, talk about this once before, right? Because I seem to remember a little bit about this. Like I said, I've brought this up a lot. I'm okay. waiting for you guys to watch it. Yeah, like I really, really want you guys to watch it. I might someday. <laughs> Maybe someday. It's really good. It's really good because, uh, first of all, it has one of the coolest elite characters that you can find because uh, there's a survivor on the ship and it's just this elite that is hella warrior style. Um, 
he's basically this this Sangheili who puts aside the fact that he hates humans for the fact that you know they're warriors they're helping him survive I don't remember if Oni appreciated him escaping probably not but who am I to to judge Oni for I could probably you could probably judge to, judge Oni to hell and back they it probably wouldn't be enough but the 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 whole plot is basically this ship takes this pod like they pick up this pod from floating in space and the pod opens and it's just literally a bath like if you were to fill a bathtub with blood there's a dude in it and the dude comes to life and is like uh don't and so oni goes do and they went to the mona lisa <laughs> and they they send out this squad to go and investigate and things go south very quickly and it's a wonderful film um, so highly recommend it. The one that a lot of a lot more people know about, though, is most certainly uh, Headhunters. I think pretty much everyone knows about Headhunters, right? No. What? I Wait. I honestly. No. Think, hold on. No. Hold on. I honestly think I watched this one. Just go ahead and like explain the plot. I, I know think for I a did. fact I showed it to you because I showed it to you. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I, I'm fairly certain I remember this one. I was it's, gonna bring this one up. It, it was really, really good. Yeah, so, okay, first of all, shame on you, Heat. I can't <laughs> believe you. This one's like, it was it was a hit on Waypoint. I know that much. Uh, it, currently, all these, by the way, all these things I'm talking about with the Halo Evolutions, they're all currently available on Gamers Little Playground. They have uploads for all of them. Very kind of them. They're always on the ball with this sort of stuff. Uh, Headhunters, though, is basically, it, it, first of all, it describes what the Headhunter program was. Uh, you know, a te- these two teams of two Spartan threes that would be sent on suicide missions that were pretty much guaranteed to never have survivors. Sometimes some headhunters would survive and they would survive long enough even to get transferred out of the headhunter program, but it was not very frequent. Uh, And this story is no different. It's about a team of two who go out to try to destroy this fuel depot of some kind, but it's a trap from the Silent Shadow. The Silent Shadow had set up this whole oh, their armor scheme. Looks so good. To, their armor looks so good. Their armor looks so damn really good. good. Uh, completely bulletproof. It was really cool. Um, but they set this whole trap for them, and you know the Spartans are flattered. First of all, um, <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> so thoughtful. Uh, and I mean. It's not really much of a, of a spoiler because I pretty much laid it out for you, but they both die. Um, they do not make it out of that. But uh, neither do the sad, Silent Shadow, as far as I'm aware. So they took them with them, which was great. Uh, but the yeah, story itself is great. Makes you feel really sorry for the Spartans right off the bat just because of the way that they they made the characters feel like they had known each other for a while. I was going to say, uh, to my knowledge, no, like, no sentient living being survived that whole... It was a very large explosion. Ordeal. Yeah, I was going to say, it was... Yeah, I was gonna say nothing. To my, if I'm remembering it correctly, there was like a, a nuke that went off, or they blew up what they they completed their objective, and just everything got completely wiped out. Yeah, say yeah. say what you will about the Spartan threes and how they're not as good as Spartan twos. They did what they were supposed to do. <laughs> they they got it done. You they know, they, done. they're better than Spartan fours at least. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it, come it, on, these, quit, quit giving them shit. Let them be. These Spartan two ripoffs in plastic armor were doing better than the Spartan four. <laughs> exactly. 
It's just because the Spartan Force are basically just adults that were conscripted into the Spartan program. They were they're not nearly as disciplined. But what are you gonna do? You're gonna have a funny scene with Palmer going, Commander Sarah Palmer. I operate all all teams aboard Infinity. <laughs> you know, it's funny scene, funny scene, hilarious. I <laughs> honestly as i've as i've gone back and watched that i actually appreciate that a little bit more as i've thought about it because i've been like okay hold on if we're going to look at this from the perspective of a spartan who has been through some shit, like she was an odst before now she's a spartan and she well, obviously chief huh? like a fucking unit like what do you mean you thought it'd be taller how tall is he no that's what i'm that's what i'm saying it is the, it, I'm, I'm trying to uh trying to explain what i what i mean like what i see now yeah, let him talk, like i said Shane. i've seen that scene <laughs> hey, hey would you shut up <laughs> <laughs> uh so here's the thing when she says that before yeah I, I thought that it was like some sort of insult but these days i tend to see it how a couple of youtubers have also talked about this and it's been kind of nice to see that others are seeing what i'm seeing but with that line, it's more like you are face to face with the Spartan who took down three armies single handedly and saved the galaxy without without seemingly even trying, just powerhousing through the flood, bulldozing through the covenant. And he's standing here right in front of you. So based on his reputation, he should be basically like godlike. So her being like, I thought you'd be taller is pretty much a comment on his reputation precedes him. Um, and it's, it's made even better by like it, it at the end of the, at the end of the game, you have that scene where Spar uh, Palmer looks out and sees chief walking by and he's a freaking massive giant compared to her. Yes. I, um, that's what I was going to say. I love the edit that someone did where it shows the scene of her being like, I thought you'd be taller. And then it skips to that scene where she's literally like <laughs> yeah. twice her size. So and at no point that, end, that ending cutscene for Halo 4 is beautiful. I don't care. Oh, what it's I, like, I love it. I love that ending cutscene. I, I love hearing the didact just kind of his narration. Be the yeah, yep, his narration behind it is incredible. Um, but that's the thing is the end of the the end of that. I don't it wouldn't really make much sense that, you know, Palmer wouldn't believe that Chief was as good as he was. And then at the end of the game, after just, you know, fighting off the didact, she's suddenly like, oh, my gosh, he's he's standing so much taller now. More No, it's more like it's in my opinion. It's like if you were a kid, you looked up to this sports legend and then you grow up and you're in the sport, but the sports legend comes back for one game only and shows off to the entire world that he's still just as good as he used to be. And you're looking up to him even more. It's it gives me that sort of vibe. You're just like, holy shit, he's real. <laughs> it's him. Yeah, I, I, I give a lot of credit to how Palmer like Palmer definitely had a annoying vibe to her sometimes but at the same time she was strict and a commander of all the spartan fours aboard infinity she had to have that vibe to her um she had to be the drill instructor basically for all of them and, and then halo 5 you know 343 did its over adjusting thing where palmer basically had no point in being in the story because <laughs> they just removed her entirely basically and then speaking of removed her entirely halo infinity <laughs> Gosh, oh, okay, Heed, I know that you're not a lore YouTuber by okay. by a definition or um, a, a guy who gives like full campaign <laughs> rundowns. So like this is the sort of stuff that I bring guests like you on for. I want to I want to know your opinion. Okay. okay. Uh, is is Halo currently where it's at going in a direction that you see as positive? <laughs> oh, boy. 
Uh, well, it's... You don't um, gotta sugarcoat it. Let your voice be heard. Now, I should preface, I am fully aware that, uh, you have a certain standing with 343, so if you have to, uh, if you have to talk about the stuff that you think, it's cool to actually sugarcoat, because this is all about constructive, this is not about tearing down what they've built. <laughs> Legally, no, 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 you can't say that. exactly what you want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's more like... Mm, Obviously, like, Halo Infinite is, well, no, really the entire Halo franchise is not in the best place right now. It's seen yeah. much better days. Like, much, much mm-hmm. better. Like, a lot, a lot much better. Days. <laughs> um, but did I, did I mention it much better? <laughs> you, might, you might have slipped that in there at some point. I think point. you missed that one, actually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely needs a lot of improvement, and I, I really hope that you know, going forward, they can tur- they can still turn things around, and yeah. I mean, someone's got to turn it around eventually. So that, that's yeah. all I can say. But for now, I mean, with Infinite, <laughs> they it, it's been getting better since season three. Uh, I've definitely I've definitely started playing it more since season three, uh, and I'm looking forward to like Infection for season four. But oh yeah. We'll, uh, we'll I mean, see how that how that goes since this episode is going to be released way after season four, but we'll see <laughs> where this is at, where that's at. Ultimately, though, like all that stuff is kind of like like small things that they're adding, uh, and I, I just don't feel like we're gonna see like any like major like overhauls or like you know any. Like... I I entirely agree. Like infection, that's something that just simply sh- we shouldn't have waited almost yeah. two years for. That should have been there at launch, and that's not the only thing. So I. I Hundred percent agree. There's nothing that's like really, really like I'm very much excited for. So I, I definitely agree with you there. Well, and, and nevertheless, uh, to the degree that you were able to, uh, big appreciation to whatever it is that you and uh, others like you were able to do to help shape uh, like how things probably changed. Uh, I, I'm going to assume that there were some conversations that they got to loop you guys into. Um, that I'm hoping were some of the reasons why Halo Infinite came out way better than it probably would have if it was going in the direction that Halo 5 was going in. <laughs> but uh, things are at least looking on the up and up, uh, which in a moment after I'm after I'm done recap, because we only have like three more to address, two of them I haven't even seen. So, but uh, we're going to come back on this one because this is there's something that I really think should be done that would make things a whole lot better for our current situation. Um, but for now, uh, there is, there's two more because Halo Evolutions, the reason why it's called Evolutions, I forgot to touch on that, is because they are stories ripped from a collection of short stories called Halo Evolutions that got turned into movies. So they're really cool, but you know, if you read the novels and then you read the, well, first of all, it's a process. Apologies. It's a novel, it's a comic, and then it's a, it's a movie that they turn into from a motion comic um it's beautiful it's a great way to do things because it's a very unique way of telling a story by animating a comic into a movie but they should have done more because there's so many evolutions uh but there were two more there was the return and there was midnight in the heart of midlothian don't know what either of those two are about um midlothian involves an elite getting interrogated by humanity it seems and return has something to do with the sanghealy as well so they look good, but this is the thing that I wanted to sort of cap on is 
last time when we had installation on, we asked him, you know, what games should be made to to make the franchise more fun. Halo you know, three anniversary. Said, <laughs> we're yeah. hoping right listen man the showcase is coming uh, up i'm i hope i don't eat my own words here but the showcase is coming up next week and i'm really hoping that i get to, i got invited to a, a theater event for it i'm oh, yeah, hoping that too, actually oh you did okay so yeah. a fellow fan fest member <laughs> Hell probably, yeah. not the, probably not the same theater as you but uh, probably not won. no you're a lo- you're a long while away from me but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, they, uh, the 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 whole showcase is happening, and if that showcase shows me just a single frame of Master Chief wearing his OG Halo Three armor, and you know I hear the dum dum, I'm screaming my head off. I I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I'm I uh, fear you boys may be disappointed, and me as well. But there's nothing wrong with holding on to hope. <laughs> Listen, man, it's just it, it, at this point, it would be confusing because if it's called Halo 3 Anniversary, it would be, uh, let's see, it would be Halo 3's 15th anniversary. If it were to come out this year, yeah. that's a bit off. But no, wait, no, no, no. No. A remaster. Wait. Yeah, no, 15th. It'd be 15th. 15th anniversary. I had that yeah. right. Just get, yeah, no, I mean, if you want to do a 15 year anniversary, by all means, go for it. I'm not going to bitch too much about it. it. I don't care if it's the 17th. I don't <laughs> yeah, care if it's the 20th, 21st. Yeah, yeah, I, I just want I just a Halo 3 anniversary. I just want it. <laughs> a remaster. A Halo 3 remaster. Exactly. I would like to say Halo 2 anniversary beyond the incredible cutscenes, which makes it one of my favorites campaigns to play beyond its blur. intrinsic story. Like, just the way that they look and the feel of it makes it so incredible to play. Oh, oh, it, yeah. it absolutely shits on CE, like, anniversary. Like, it's not even close. <laughs> it's not even no. close. Beyond that, for a sort of multiplayer, uh, from a multiplayer standpoint, um, I love the way the Halo 2 anniversary plays. It is one of my favorite ones to play. Because Halo 3 is, like, the staple of Halo multiplayer that the majority of people still play, I would say, um... If there's a way they could make it feel modern like they did with Halo 2 Anniversary, but still keep the same mechanics, basically, that make people enjoy Halo 3 so much, I think that would be an insane boost for Halo. Like, I oh, know, I mean, I know people could potentially have been Halo 3 Anniversary all this time. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. that in and of itself would bring so many people back. And keep it going for even longer. Oh, like a complete, like, just fresh coat of paint for Halo 3 multiplayer. Yeah. No, like, all, all the maps, all the game modes, all the weapons, like, just... I mean, it, it's like free goodwill, really, with the community. <laughs> we deserve well, not, not it. We free, really, we really yeah. do deserve it. It's <laughs> like, it, it really would be just like, I mean, it's just wild to me because... When I when I've been thinking about where Halo is at the moment, I think I know why it's been so jarring, and it's mostly because like Halo Infinite broke the cycle first of all, because we used to get Halo games every two to three years, which was yep. great. Um, by now, we would have a trailer for the next game, um, but Infinite broke the cycle, and because of what we had been used to, even if Halo Five was trash, its multiplayer was really well refined, and it's, I mean. It, 
it's Forge, it's custom games. It was, it was in enjoyable. those terms. It yeah. was fun. I, I hosted game nights on Halo 5 because Halo 5's custom games were hilarious. Uh, I still remember Wipeout being one of the most Halo fun 5, ones Halo we did. 5 customs carried hard. Um, <laughs> it, and it carried and the hard. campaign, if you skipped all the cutscenes and played it on easy, it's a great campaign. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, even, I mean, I still went and played it on legendary three times. Um, but that's Sounds neither awful. here nor there. <laughs> it was Sounds terrible, dude. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's not fun. I have a clip still where I got trapped in this little small area that got surrounded by knights and it was basically just me and the rest of my team reviving each other. I was just playing with AI and it was just a reviving session. We couldn't kill them. It was just revive, 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 yeah, revive. No, revive. That's, uh, Awful. that's yeah. Um, but if, but that. Infinite broke the cycle, and when it did that, it made us think that you know it was going to be awesome, absolutely insane, and it wasn't. And because of that, it's by this point, even though you know Steve Downs is probably getting close to retiring retirement age, uh, it would be kind of nice to just go and, and get something new. Like uh, let's tell another side story. Because oh, I'm, I'm all for know. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Halo like, needs yeah. something different. Uh, uh, something I've, I've like been, Reach, like or ODST. Like, I've been like saying a for new... a while though. Yeah, exactly. Like I, you know, like like Call of Duty has like a new game every year, for better or for worse. But that's because they yeah, have like like say. a dozen <laughs> studios working on this. Yeah, yeah. But, like Microsoft, they just bought like uh, like a hundred studios recently, and <laughs> oh, yeah. they, they they really should like put more studios on like like dedicated to Halo. They, they, they need there's to. A, that's what needs to be done. That's yeah, exactly what needs to be done. Put out more Halo games like like yearly. Like yeah. well, maybe not yearly, but that I'd be fine. Like a spinoff every like year, and then like a main <laughs> Halo game from three four three every like I don't know a few years, however long it takes them. There's actually a theory right now that the reason why the entirety of three four three's campaign team because the most unfortunate news we've had recently is that the entirety of the campaign team got fired. Um, but the, re the reason why so many of these employees got cut from 343, like 127, I think, was the last number that I saw. And there's still more being canned right now. Like uh, one of them I saw on Twitter, another one uh, who had been on Halo since Reach, uh, he just quit. But with them losing all of that, the theory right now, and it's definitely one of, gosh, I hope this is real, <laughs> uh, is currently uh, that Microsoft is putting together a second studio focused strictly on making campaign titles while 343 focuses on multiplayer since they seem to care about that more. I would uh, be down. I, I, I'd be down with that, but that also stresses me out to an extent I can't even describe. Uh, I, I, I'd be okay with it mostly because... The someone made this point that I'm was actually opposed. really interesting. I don't I don't remember who it was that said it, but there was a YouTube video that I had seen that basically gave their proposal for what if, following the trend of how live service multiplayer is working to this day, what if there was a Halo game that had the multiplayer and it was just multiplayer, and you know you would be able to get updates regularly, you would be able to get events that happen that change the game retroactively and. Um, for the future and all that. And then you have a second team that's making campaigns. So the campaigns and the multiplayer get separated entirely. If you want to play multiplayer, you go to the multiplayer. If you want to play the campaigns, go buy the latest Halo. Um, it, it sounds like a really interesting way to modernize the idea because, you know, it, the argument is getting harder and harder to figure out what's the best Halo multiplayer because we have all these different versions of it now. Um, but at the same time, I don't want it to hit the same level that... Uh, like Destiny's multiplayer or Rainbow Six Siege's multiplayer hit, where it goes through all these different spirals. But yeah, that's that's, that's the issue I have with that idea is um, I 
appreciates originality um, and the original intent of different things, and that applies to games as well. So you have a lot of these games, a lot of these live service games that they'll see like, oh, this was popular, let's do that. Um, instead of coming up with their own formula and sticking with that. Um, so each Halo has its own flavor. Each Halo has its own feel. Um, and so th that's why you have some people that like prefer Halo 3 over Halo Reach or whatever. Like It's the abilities, it's the movement, it's the gunplay, it's all of that. Um, so if you had one Halo multiplayer uh, that was just constantly changing, I think that would make it fall into the thing that you're talking about that would... Um, I, I don't see that going very well for um, long-time fans. Yeah. For anyone that it's, it's, it, it, it can't get much worse than, than what we're already at. Well, we're, it most it, certainly it, can, my friend. I mean, don't it, say it that can, out loud. I mean, it, it, it can... But God, they would have to royally, royally screw up. We might need to continue this on the after show, though. Also, the first thing, check the mind. No, I, the I, well, I'm watching the clock. Okay, I'm watching okay. the clock. <laughs> okay. Um, the the that's the thing though is like I think the worst thing they could ever do, and this is just like this is bottom line. This is the worst thing they could ever do, is stop supporting mods. Ooh. The moment that they do that, I'd see he's recoiling. He cringed. <laughs> no, I don't think they'll do that. I don't think I don't think they'll go full blown Activision on us. Oh, he went there. I sure did go there. <laughs> it's more like I sure did. Nintendo, really, with that. Are oh, you? Gosh. Are you? This this is getting a little off topic, he. But do you like know what's going on with like Activision and Call of Duty and all that? Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, didn't they, like, recently, like, copy strike a lot of, like, mod projects? A lot of the mods Hardcore. that are, like, keeping the old titles yeah. alive. And it's, it's a lot of fans are pissed off. The best person I've seen go on a tangent about it is probably FaZe Jeff. Like, I don't know if that's, like, your thing, but he, he, he basically knocked it out of the park about how all Call of Duty fans feel. I mean, I grew up playing Call of Duty, and I still do to this day, casually and competitively. And it's just, like, it, it just sucks to, like, watch it go down that road like where the fans are enjoying something like oh no you can't have that because uh we're insecure about our current title i don't want to see halo <laughs> go down that route i really do not i mean historically microsoft has always been more friendly towards modding and right right stuff like that thankfully so, yeah. yeah i, I that I, that's like why i was like that's worst case like that is it, yeah. everything has gone downhill no, everything that'd is be wrong. very very bad <laughs> like no steam workshop nothing like that well, I'm going to save the question that I had for the after show because we have unfortunately run out of time for this episode. But ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see what's going to happen over on that after show, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash jumperscape. There are currently still slots open for the early bird special. If you want to hop over to the show and grab yourself a nice little deal that's available for you. If you want to just hang out with the community, though, and see what we're up to and talk to us personally, you can feel free to head over to discord.gg forward slash jumperscape where you will find all sorts of people there, in, including uh, the guest today. Whether he'll reply to you, I don't know, but he's there. <laughs> 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 but uh, whole sorts of all sorts of community is being built up as we speak in the Discord, and we're trying to get it to be a better hub than the Halo channel. That's what I'm really going for, because Halo Discord is an interesting place to be. So if you want to help us out there, you can feel free to hop over there. For now, though, we're going to be heading to our after show. Next week, we're going to be talking about Halo Legends, expanding on how good those freaking short films were because they were fantastic. And we will see you then. Thank you for listening. Thanks for having me.
The Library was produced and published by Jumperscape Audio. Funding was provided by our fantastic patrons on Patreon. Big thanks to DarkSalad42 and Connor Clark. If you enjoy the show and wish to support Jumperscape's future projects or get some sweet benefits, join our Patreon at patreon.com jumperscape or become part of this truly special community at discord.gg jumperscape. Thank you for your listenership and we hope you enjoyed.